All right. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. I don't know. But hey, it's Christmas. And I'm okay with the word merry. <laughs> we should be happily merry on a day like today, shouldn't we? Seriously. It's Christmas Day. We're celebrating the birth of Jesus. Um, it's a really exciting day. And I think it's important for all of us as Christians across Christendom, across the church, to remember how to celebrate. <laughs> Oops. Well, just in case you were sleeping, you're not now. Yeah? It's important to remember to celebrate. Easter, it's important to remember that we celebrate. Yeah? We don't mourn. Because we don't mourn like those who have no hope, a newsboy's song says. Yeah? We celebrate, and particularly a birthday. Who doesn't like celebrating their birthday? Well, there are some that don't like celebrating their birthday. That's true. But a majority of people, generally speaking, that have had a reasonable upbringing enjoy celebrating their birthday. And today we celebrate the birth, the birth of Jesus. Today we celebrate, really, God's... Not the beginning of his plan. The beginning of his plan was the, the thought, the idea. But the outworking of it starts to come into play, you know. Prophecy start to be fulfilled. It's in the same way, the resurrection is not the end. It's only a part of the plan that we step into. The birth's not the beginning, but it's certainly on the way there, yeah? I don't know about anyone else. Anyone have an early morning today? Yeah. Six o'clock. Six o'clock you're up. I should have docked you every hour that you got up. Six o'clock. That's like early for me. I'm not a six, five, you got a five, you win. If I had chocolates, I would throw them over there. Like, that's early. But court, that's earlier. <laughs> yeah, I oh, see so you made the drive. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, like, <laughs> better than Morgan. Most people that get up at that time of morning, it is to go for a walk, generally inside the house. Um, but Christmas Day, Christmas Day, Christmas Day, there's something really special about watching kids get up, you know. There's something special about receiving a gift. And I know that we live in a first world nation and we get to enjoy things. But I was watching a video even yesterday of some children that were opening up the, the Samaritan's Purse, children's boxes, and the joy on their face when they were receiving a gift. And the reality is that most of us really enjoy receiving gifts. You know, there's something about it that, that, that just as they open it up, there was one particular gift this morning that Nathan opened up and he ran, ran to the side of the table and I don't know what this stuff was. You put it together, you make shapes. It's not Play-Doh. It's, yeah, it's something. And he was in his own little world, but he just loved it. And he goes, look, I made a dragon. You know, it's awesome. You know, there was just this joy on his face. And I, I can't help but wonder if Father God's like that. When there's a realisation, you know, Ross shared so beautifully that when he came, our, our soul knows its worth. I wonder if Father God, if Daddy looks upon us, when we have that, that look on our face that says, this is awesome. You know, I wonder if he has the same reaction that we do as parents, yeah? Because I just think it's, I think it's beautiful the thought that our daddy, our papa watches over, the, over us, you know? 
And here we are, Christmas Day, to celebrate his birthday, to celebrate his birthday when he gives us a gift. Yeah? I mean, he has to be moved by it because I'm moved by it. I'm created in his image. So I figure that most of us are moved by those moments, you know. One of my wife's love languages is, is, you know, gifts, receiving gifts. She likes surprises. I don't handle surprises. I'm quite happy. If I'm about to walk into a movie, you can tell me the end and I will enjoy it just the same. Yeah, I'm cool like that. Christmas shopping this year, I rang Mel and said, Mel, I'm looking, I'm finding it really tough. Do, do you like these colours? And she goes, well, does it? Yes, no. She goes, what are you asking? She goes, you're taking all the joy out of it. I go, but I'm stressed. You've got to take the stress. But she goes, but you're taking my joy. You know? Our father's really good, yeah? We sing a song that says he's a good, good father. And who's ever heard the saying, God is good all the time, yeah? All the time, God is good. That's why it says in 1 John chapter 4, it says in verse 9, it says, God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. Yeah? The first, that, that passage of scripture talks about God sending his son. It's talking about the birth. We're not even getting to the cross yet. And it says that he showed us how much he loved us by that act of sending his son. And today, Christmas Day, we celebrate that. The act of God our Father sending his son in him demonstrating how much he loves us. The enormity of, of Father God's goodness to us can't be measured, can it, really? Like, there's just no way to measure how good he is to us. I mean, how do you do that? How do you, how do you measure the goodness of God? Yes, he sent his son and we're overwhelmed by that, you know, overawed by that, gobsmacked by that, but how do you, how do you measure God's goodness? You think about it, he took his son... And he sent him to earth, yeah, to a place that's full of the very thing he despises and hates, sin. Earth is full of sin because of man's fall. And he chooses to send his son to this place that he hates. Man, what goodness. Do you imagine taking one of your kids and then just, oh, you know, having a moment where... You're going to send them to a location, an island, maybe a schoolies rave party where you know death is rampant. You know, that every second person dies. Hey, kids, you go there and have fun, you know. That's what God did. He sends his son Jesus to a place that's full of sin, that's full of death, yeah. That's how much he loved us. That's what we celebrate today, yeah. That's really good stuff to celebrate, I reckon. I'm going to show you a clip. Because I want to show you how good God's love is. And being Christmas Day, I, I want to help you to be merry. Is that okay? Yeah? Because you've got to be merry. Knowing the amount of food that some of us are about to eat, you need to be merry. Yeah? You need to be jovial. <laughs> but watch, watch the screen. Enjoy this. Because I have. <laughs> Bit of volume, please, Mr. Music. Field elves jingle, jingle, jingle. Drop time 18.14 seconds for housewives. <laughs> Left foot, sir. Right foot, sir. 
In case you missed, you missed it, can we play that little part? Thanks, Laurie. <laughs> I love this clip because this clip shows kindness. You know, it shows goodness. I know it's not real. I love kids animated movies i love them can watch them all day but that part there where that elf scans the kid comes up naughty you know so he knows that if he sets that up on his little gift giving gun he's going to get zero zilch zip nothing yeah so instead he turns the gun on himself has this moment yeah this epiphany and goes oh comes up good awesome and gives him what he doesn't deserve based on his own goodness, yeah? That's what the world celebrates today with Christmas. But I don't know about you, that story seems really you know, similar, really familiar to, to something that I think we celebrate and we acknowledge every day. When Father God zaps us with his naughty or nice gun, yeah, to determine what's going to be filled into our stockings, we come up naughty. And not 50-something percent. We come up 100% naughty because we, we've got sin in our life. Full stop. Doesn't matter how good you live. It's not about what you do or what you don't do. 
It's about what we're born with and what God does with that through sending his son, yeah? And at that moment that God zaps us with his gun and says, damn, check this out. These guys are going to get nothing. In fact, the only thing I can give them is, let me think of hell. The only thing I can give them is an eternity without me because that's just not good enough. So God gets this gun and he goes, I know, turns it on himself, zaps himself, and because he's God, because he's Father God, because he's perfect, because he's good, this needle goes, almost blows this thing up because it comes up with 100% nice, 100% good, 100% perfect. He goes, you know what? I'm going to give them based, I'm going to measure it on me. That's what we celebrate today. So I don't know about you, but I love the idea of Christmas and gift giving. And I love the idea of Santa and I love that movie. But God does it so much better. Like Santa's good, but God is much better than good. Like he measured himself with a naughty or nice gun and then filled our stockings measured on himself. Think about it. Doesn't it say in Romans in chapter 3 verse 23, everyone has sinned, yeah? And we all fall short of God's glorious standard. All of us. So we were going to get a big fat zero. Zilch, no gift for you. I remember once uh, on Mel's birthday, she still to this day believes I forgot. I was saving her gift as a surprise for after work. No, legitimately I was. Because I thought, you know what? She'll think that I forgot. And so when I come home and lavish on her this gift, she's going to love me even more. Now, it backfired terribly because to this day, she still thinks I legitimately forgot, yeah? Like, it's true. But God never forgot. He doesn't forget. He loves to give. And he gives based on himself, yeah? And he measures his own goodness. You think about it. God is so good, yeah? He's so good that when he zaps himself with a naughty or nice gun, to determine yeah, what he's going to give to us, because he's 100% perfect, there is only one gift he can give. Do you understand that? Like in that clip, whatever the percentage of goodness is will determine what those children get. But when God zaps himself to measure what we deserve based on himself, because he's 100% good, the only gift he can give us has to be 100% good. The only gift he can give us has to be 100% perfect. So the only gift he can give is Jesus. The only gift. He had no alternative. There was nothing else that could live up to the 100% zapping that he just gave himself. That's why the scripture that we read every Christmas that people love, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us, the government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Jesus is. He is, he is, he is the perfect gift. The perfect gift that measured 100% on God's naughty or nice gun when he decided what he was going to give to us. Amen? And you know what? This gift that he gives us, we don't deserve it. And, and we don't earn it. Because that gun proved that we didn't earn it. That's why he turned it on himself and measured what he was going to give us 
from himself. And the beauty is, God's love for us never fades. Who's ever given a gift and then some years later, you've thrown it away? Ever thrown away one of your child's toys? No one? People hoard it. What do you have? Containers somewhere. Yeah? Come on. Wow, just this week alone, Mel took out six, six small, not, not large, six small garbage bags from Nathan's room. Bits and pieces lying around that he does not use. He's a bit upset that we didn't consult him. Two days later, he's already forgotten. I've now reminded him and we'll have to deal with that again later. Yeah? <laughs> My mum has toys at our place that every once in a while she goes, I threw this out. We're like, oh, so we haven't lived there for like 20 years. It's okay, you can throw it out. Most of us have received toys that we've thrown out, toys that we've given that have broken over time. But God's love, it never fades. It never diminishes. It never weakens. Because God is good and the truth is he's good to me. And God is good and he's good to you. And that should be a mantra that, that you repeat to yourself every morning that you wake up. You wake up, you get out of bed, God is good and he's good to me. Yeah? What an awesome gift to receive. Really, when you think about it seriously, the gift that he gives us of his son Jesus holds its value. Yeah, It's a gift that holds its value. It's not like buying a car that loses money the minute you drive out of the car lot. Yeah, It holds its value. And, and it's not like a gift card that's got an expiry date. Who's ever forgotten about a gift card and, you know, be it JB Hi-Fi, iTunes, whatever, and then you remember it and it's past its date. You know, or a credit at a store. We've all done it and then we've kicked ourselves. You know what? The gift of Jesus never expires. I just thought I'd put it out there. You know, you can't get to the use by day. It's done. It's dusted. And yet our reading was fully naughty and we still get this gift that never runs out. That's brilliant. God is not just better than Santa. He's so much better than Santa. Yeah? You know, the thing I love about this time of year, well, it, I love and, I, and it frustrates me as well. I have an Italian background. So when you go to visit family, every member of the family gives the children gifts. While you're a child, it's the best thing. When you're an adult, finding a home for those gifts, it, it's a point of frustration. Yeah? Because how do you fit it in the car? What happens if you're like my brother and sister-in-law who, for whatever reason, decide that they want to be super extravagant every year and it's like they don't give a toy or a gift. Like they come in boxes like this. And you, I want that room in the boot of the car for the food left over that my mum cooked. <laughs> you know? Like really. But they get gifts and, and, and you, you watch their faces and then they get gifts and you watch their faces and then they get gifts and you watch their faces because they get, they get gifts from their parents and they get gifts from their older sisters and they get gifts from their aunties and their uncles and, they get gifts from, and the gifts just keep coming, yeah? But check out Father God. Check out Daddy. He gives us the gift of Jesus, the perfect gift, and it's a perfect gift that never runs out, holds its value, and then it keeps giving. It's like that you know, never-ending packet of Tim Tams in that commercial. You know, like, wouldn't that be awesome? Take the last one, fills up again. Or imagine a wallet full of money. You take out that last $10 note and it just fills up again. Wouldn't that be good? The gift of Jesus is like that. It never runs out. When you think you get to the end of Jesus, he just fills up again. Yeah? They reckon, they reckon, they reckon, they reckon. Because during Christmas, most people try to find the perfect gift for people. You know, sometimes you try to find the cheapest gift for people. But generally speaking, for those you love, you try to get the best gift, the perfect gift for them, you know. 
And they reckon there's three criteria that I found online, Google told me, that there's three criteria that, has to be, that ha, you know, needs to be met for a gift to be considered perfect. Yeah? So the criteria is this. The gift should reflect you, the one who gives it. Yeah? The gift should reflect knowledge of the one who receives it. In other words, you know what they like. Yeah? Their desires, their needs, their tastes, stuff like that. And third, the gift should be of a quality that will hold its value as time goes on. They reckon that if you can meet those three things when you're giving a gift, it's the perfect gift. So not only am I suggesting that God zapped himself and gave us the perfect gift based on the 100%, I actually now know based on Google's criteria that God gave us the perfect gift. Yeah, Because Jesus reflects the one who gave him, God the Father. Is that cool? Tick. Criteria one met. Is that all right? God's gift of his son shows that he knows us and what we need. Is that true? We're all in need of a saviour, the, 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 the Bible says. Good. Tick, criteria two met. And the third criteria, the gift of Jesus, is of a nature and a quality that holds its value forever. Criteria three met, the perfect gift. So God gave us the perfect gift when he gave us Jesus. And it's a gift that keeps giving, <laughs> even though our initial scan came up as naughty instead of nice, yeah? Thank God. On a day like today, we need to thank God that he's God. We need to thank God that he's always God. We need to thank God that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. When you think about it, because I'll finish quickly with this stuff, Galatians 5.19 says, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature... So this is us before Christ. Regardless of the life that you lived, we all fit into this somewhere, somehow. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarrelling, je jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living in that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. That's the whole naughty being. That's what you're going to get. Nothing. Not even the, you're not getting the kingdom of God. Can't give it to you. Sorry. Yeah? But he gives us this gift that we don't deserve. He gives us Jesus. And then Jesus then gives us the Holy Spirit. Yeah, the Bible says. And then the Holy Spirit then says, hey, wait, just one minute. There's a free set of steak knives coming. Yeah. Anyone remember those commercials? Yeah, those of you that are over 35, probably. Okay. Galatians 5.22, if you keep reading. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. There is no law against these things. When we are gifted Jesus at Christmas, we are gifted his Holy Spirit because he came. Because we're gifted the Holy Spirit, yeah, we're now gifted God's character. And Graham Cook puts it beautifully this way, yeah? God's character. This is what we're gifted. This is what we celebrate. Yeah? Love is exclusive affection. Love's about cherishing and treasuring. Love is the tangible favour and goodness of God. Love demonstrates loving kindness. It's about having a regard for someone with benevolence attached. He gives us that love. Yeah? 
Then joy is about an intensity of gladness. Joy is about delight. Joy is bigger than you and it's bigger than all your circumstances. Joy is about rejoicing over something. Joy is who God is. Rejoicing is our response to who God is. Joy is about elation. And it goes on and on. What Graham Cook says, he gives us joy. Yeah? Peace. Peace is a state of being quiet. It's about learning to be calm, to be restful. It's a freedom from disturbance. Oh, if I could be free from disturbance this afternoon, please, Jesus. Anyway, it's an ease of mind. It's about stillness, having an inclination towards calm so that walking in the troubled um, situation, you bring the peace of God with you. He gifts us that peace. Yeah? Not just gives us, gifts with an F and a T. Gifts us. Sounds like it's just so much like gives. It must be the Italian in me. Then patience. Patience is the quality of being able to persevere under pressure with a good heart and a good mind. It's about endurance without complaint. He gives us patience. And kindness is about being considerate. It's about being thoughtful towards someone, being benevolent, compassionate, generous, loving, showing superior qualities of grace. He gives us kindness. Goodness is about looking after someone's welfare. It involves acting with honour, being favourable towards someone. He gives us goodness. Faithfulness is about being consistent, constant, unceasing. It means to be firm in your promise, loyal, reliable, unwavering, keeping your word, being trustworthy. He gives us faithfulness. Gentleness is really about having a powerful humility, being meek. You understand the meek, that meekness is not weakness, it's strength under control. Being merciful, sweet-spirited like a dove, tender-hearted, overcoming. He gives us gentleness. I don't know about you, but all of a sudden the Christmas tree with the baby Jesus underneath it is now full of boxes with all these names on it, yeah? And self-control is about being restrained, having a good frame of heart and mind, exercising discretion. It is believing the best about someone, being composed and disciplined and even-tempered, having a moderating influence on people. And He gives us self-control. And on top of all that, he gives us, yeah? We inherit the kingdom of God. What a God. What a dad. Why don't we stand? You know, today we celebrate. We celebrate the birth of Jesus. We celebrate the coming of God. We celebrate the coming of our Lord. We celebrate part of the plan for us to become all that we are, yeah? 2 Corinthians 9.15 says, Thank God for this gift, the NLT says, too wonderful for words. Yeah? Does that not summarise and surmise Christmas beautifully? Thank God for this gift, too wonderful for words. You know, in this season of gifts and Santa, let's remember Father God, let's remember our daddy is more generous than Santa. Yeah? He's better than Santa. Christmas is a season for giving gifts, and I'm okay with that because I get to see the smiles on the faces of those we give to. Do we only have to do it during the season? No, we can do it at any time of the year, at any place. But there is a special moment at Christmas time. He is the reason for the season, but it reminds me of what God experiences and cherishes in us when we remember the gift that He gave us. Amen? So let's celebrate the perfect gift of Jesus. Let's celebrate the coming of the Son. Yeah? Let's celebrate the gift that keeps giving, that's unwavering, that never ends, that never diminishes, that never runs out, that never breaks, that you never have to throw into the bin or into a neighbour's bin because yours is full. And no one's ever done that. <laughs> Let's just remember, 
That's what Christmas is all about. Yeah? So let's pray. Enjoy the day with family. Enjoy it with friends. Enjoy it with your neighbours. Say hello to someone. Wish them a Merry Christmas. Yeah? Knowing the spirit that's inside you and what they're receiving. Because it's all about him today. Amen? So Father, we thank you. We thank you for your son. We thank you that you sent him. We thank you that you showed us your love when you sent your son, Jesus. We thank you that he's such a perfect gift. We thank you that you didn't measure what we were going to receive on our own goodness, but instead, God, you measured it on yourself. Father, I thank you for that. I thank you that because of that, because you took that zap gun and you measured yourself, Lord, and then based what we were going to receive off you, Lord, we stand here victorious, Lord, having been made righteous, Lord, by the blood. Father, we stand here being able to rejoice and celebrate your birthday. <laughs> so, Father, we do thank you for today. Lord, give us safe travel. Lord, give us joy amongst our friends and our peers and our family. Allow us to have a wonderful day celebrating all that you've done, all that you've sent and all that you're going to do. You're a wonderful God. And here in this church this day, we give you all the glory and all the honour. And all the people said, Amen. Merry Christmas and have a wonderful day. Amen.